What's happening, everybody? I'm your host, Jamina Aisha, and this is Coffee Before the Chaos. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. I hope everyone's weekend was amazing. I had a pretty good weekend, if I do say so myself. I was relaxed this weekend, this past weekend, and I enjoyed some of the beautiful weather that we had, and I was productive really productive a pretty excellent weekend and i hope your guys's weekend was fantastic as well i hope you got some things done and yeah so and i also feel like i don't know about you guys but i feel like i haven't talked to you guys in like two weeks and i know it was just last week but i feel like it's been longer than that does anybody else feel that way no just me okay well anyway anywho i will be the first to say that turning 30 was the best thing. And I mean, best thing that ever happened to me. And when I say the first to say, I only say that because a lot of women that I know and that I talk to, they are not happy about turning 30. Me, if I could do the splits on a stripper pole, that's exactly what I would have been doing. Like that's how happy I am. To not be in my 20s, okay? Like, I will never miss that decade. That decade is so behind me now. And I know it was. It just ended, you know, last year. Or, well, it just ended technically on January 9th of this year when I turned 30. But still, doesn't matter. It's behind me now. Sayonara. Goodbye. Bye, bitch. Bye. I don't ever have to see that decade again. Except in my memories. But, you know, that's fine. As long as it just, it just stays there. I don't have to teleport back. Um, my early 20s was um, pretty chaotic. I was still thotting and bopping when I was 20. Um, when I was 21, though, I had got myself into a serious committed relationship. Um, that lasted for about two and a half years. Within that relationship, when I say I got my heart broken into pieces, it was shattered. That was the first time I had ever, you know, loved, loved a guy. It was my first time being in love. I wouldn't say it was puppy love because, I mean, I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was 10 or 12. But I, listen, I really loved that guy. Like, I truly, truly did. And, uh, you know, we went through what we went through. Everything happens for a reason. I don't have any ill will towards him, but... When I tell you I went through it emotionally, I went through it emotionally. I never want to feel that gut-wrenching feeling again. It was, for those of you that have been heartbroken from a romantic relationship, you definitely can understand and relate where I'm coming from because that shit is no hoe, okay? Like, that took me out. Um, But, you know, I... I was okay after that. I was, um, I had a rebound, um, but after, after that rebound and once that new year came, which was 2013, I was like, okay, all right, Jamina, you've been depressed and you've been down, you know, for way too long. It's time to, you know, get on your shit and actually contribute to society. <laughs> I mean, I I had a job, but I felt like 
I don't know. I just, it's hard to explain. I just felt like I was um, just here, you know, because I was still so engulfed in my feelings, my emotions, and being so heartbroken and not understanding why some of the things that went down between us happened. Like, I was like, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't be feeling like this. This, that, and the other, and just, you know, shaking my fist at the heavens and the universe. Like, what the hell? Like, yo, what's up? Like, why am I going through this? But, um, nonetheless, I eventually, of course, got over that. But, um, that following August of 2013, I, uh, started beauty school. So, um, I have a business. It's called 813 Beauty Lounge. So, that's where the name came from. I started beauty school of August of 2013, and um, I was still depressed. Um, I didn't have a job. It was the first time since I was 18 that I wasn't making any money. The only money that I had were from the tips that I received. And at my beauty school, we were actually able to keep our tips. And so I would use those tips to put gas in my car. I would use them for, you know, food. And it wasn't like it was healthy food. It was, you know, Chick-fil-A or uh, McDonald's. And, um, I mean, just so many things transpired. Like, I I had went through um, a spurt where I had lost, like, 40 pounds before I had started beauty school. After me and that guy broke up um, the year prior. But it's like, you know, after beauty school, I just, and probably a little bit during beauty school too, I had, you know, gained the weight back and I was going through, you know, still depressed off and on going through that. But my weight was always up and down, up and down in my 20s because of my depression, I feel like, because of my emotional state and just going through so much stress so much drama and trauma and different family affairs and things that I was going through personally, like battling my own demons and even situations with friends and things like that. Like it was just a lot. And it's a lot for an individual in their twenties, because when you're in your twenties, you're a new adult. So going through all of that, and then you're trying to figure shit out, you know, you're trying to figure out your career path. You're trying to figure out, um, you know, possibly your love life. You're trying to figure out things within yourself internally. And, you know, as a woman, if you don't have kids at a certain age, people are pressuring you about that. So it was just, it was just a lot, you know what I mean? I was fighting with family members and, you know, one family member that I was fighting with off and on throughout my 20s, probably not so much my late 20s, but um, I would say in the middle and kind of in the beginning of my 20s, I was fighting with my younger brother. Now, those of you that know me on a personal level, you know that my brother is my ace boom coon. Like my brother, that's my nigga to the death of me. I will listen you will get put in the dirt over him, okay? Like, I don't play about minds. Even if we beefing, I still don't play about minds. But, and that really hurt me, like, us going through our little civil, our, I mean, our sibling, um, you know, f fights and things like that. Like, it took a toll on me because we're really close. 
you know. So, but you know, he was battling his own stuff. I was battling my own stuff. And once you become, you know, a young adult and you're living in the house with each other and you're battling your own demons and going through what you're going through internally, you're going to eventually have fights and tiffs and arguments and stuff. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It I, it still hurt me for us to, ha you know, go through that type of stuff. But, you know, we good now. We Gucci. Shout out to my younger brother. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, so we Gucci now. But during then, though, it was, I mean, it would go down in this house, okay? But, but uh, that was it was rough going through that process. I can laugh about it now, but it definitely wasn't funny when I was going through it. And um, with the being depressed for the majority of that decade, um, well, let me actually back up. So I would say my depression started, or I would say I became aware of it more so when I was 19. So it actually began and it got really, really bad um, the year 2008. That, that's when I was 19. And um, and when I say bad, I mean bad. Um, 2008 was the worst year of my life. I was in such a dark place. I was, like I said, you know, the topic, the heavy topic is depression. And it was very, very heavy then. I mean, I would... It's almost like I was just existing. You know, have you ever gone through a depression or just like a sad time in your life to where it's like you wake up and you go throughout your day and it's almost like you're not even present? You're not even thinking, really. You're just going through, you know, your normal routines and notions throughout your day. And then you go to sleep and it's almost like you're pissed that you're waking up. That's how I felt. I was suicidal back then. I was, um, you know, popping pills real bad. I was drinking really heavy. I was actually on antidepressants, which was pointless because drinking, like there's no point in being on antidepressants if you're a low-key alcoholic and I mean I guess I really shouldn't even say low-key alcoholic because I actually I had to have my stomach pumped twice and I had closed off to all of my friends for the most part I didn't really talk to nobody I didn't because um, I had actually I was like in the midst of getting out of out of a very abusive relationship back in 08 so I was yeah, I was really going through it. And it's almost like, you know, from then all the way through my 20s, I was just going through it. Just hailing back. Like, every fucking year, it was always one thing after another after another. Just battling so many different things at once. It was very, very overwhelming. But, yes, that's when it started. It started when I was 19. And, um, but yes, I was, I was suicidal. I was drinking really heavy. I was just, just reckless. Like I, I was, it was so bad, you guys, that I was putting myself in positions. And of course, when you're in that state, when you go crazy or you're super depressed to that point, I probably should have been admitted because I was 
you know, like I said, I was taking pills, I was drinking heavy, I was cutting myself. There were times where, you know, my ex back then would tell me to go play in traffic, like during an argument. And I would actually try to go play in traffic because I just, I just didn't want to be here. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I had, um, I had, uh, my mom ended up finding out about, you know, some things, not everything, but she ended up finding out about some things and, you know, she tried to talk me out of it and she tried to talk me down and tried to, you know, do the best that she could. My mom is a Christian woman, so all she knows to do is to pray. All she knows to do is to pull out the Bible and, you know, quote scripture to me. And I'm not trying to be shady and I'm not trying to be funny, but that's what my mom knows. You know, that's her way of helping me through me through that. But, but yeah, it was really tough back then. So, like I said, going back to, you know, in my 20s now, I was... um still depressed off and on, still having thoughts of suicide, going through beauty school. I had started smoking that year of 2013, like that summer. And I I don't even like, because I don't smoke now. I might, you know, do it here and there. But honestly, I don't like the way that weed makes me feel. But, you know, back then it was just something to do. And it would numb me for a little bit because, hell, I didn't have money to be drinking. And I know some of you are probably like, well, hell, how did you have money to smoke? Well, I was fortunate enough back then to not really have to put no money on anything. So, but, um, so I was smoking and, you know, doing edibles and stuff. And it was just, it was just a mess, just a mess. And, uh, once 2014 came, I started, I eventually, you know, I got my license. And then I started working in the beauty industry and I ended up leaving the industry temporarily working odd jobs. And then the upside though, there was an upside, like a bright light, if you will, of my twenties in the year of 2015, 2016, I actually was good. I had started work, working at Alta Beauty. Um, I was the um, I was working the brow bar, and um, I was doing good. You know, I had a good job, and it's in the industry. You know, the industry that I love, that I have a passion for. I had got myself back on track as far as you know my mindset, as far as my goals, as far as um, not you know having those spurts of depression to where I um, am feeling suicidal again. Like I was actually okay. And then on top of that too, I had lost weight. I was in the best shape that I had ever been during those, um, you know, during that time, 2015, 2016, like I actually had a waist. Okay. Jamina actually had a waist y'all. Like I was looking good out here. Not that I don't look good now, but you know, you know what I mean. It's always nice to improve your physical, you know. Yes, you know, I know that I'm, you know, cute or attractive or whatever, but it is always nice to be able to look yourself in the mirror and really truly love what you see, you know, because you've made some improvements to your physical, like you've lost weight or 
maybe those of you that are small that want to gain weight, like that's a damn good feeling. If you look in the mirror, you'd be like, okay, I got some gains going on or okay, look at that waist coming out. I actually got some definition. Okay, it's not just a circumference. It's an actual waist. <laughs> that's a damn good feeling. So, and that's how I was in, during that time. But I was still being pressured. I would say that's probably the time where the pressure hit me the most. I don't know what it is about being in your mid-20s where people think like, okay, you don't have any kids. You're single and uh, you're happy. Something is, no, 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 you're not really happy. Something must be wrong. Like, how can you possibly be happy being single with no kids? It's like, um, because I am. <laughs> because I finally am at a place where I'm beginning to fall in love with myself inside and out. You know, I'm figuring this thing called life out slowly but surely. I'm in back in the industry that I love. Like, people really were pressuring me to, like, find a man and get pregnant and buy a house and all of this by the age of, you know, 26, 27. And it's like, Why? It was ridiculous. And I was even pressured somewhat before my mid-20s to like have a baby and stuff like that. And I remember when I was with the guy that I was with um, in my early 20s, I had wanted to have kids with him and get married by 23. 23. Is that crazy or is that psycho? Like, <laughs> like that's, that's nuts. And I mean, I know that there are people out there, of course, that you know, are married at 23. They do have kids and they don't want to have any more kids. Or, you know, they're they're married and they're working on having kids and they're 23, 24. If that's you and you're happy with that, good for you. Clap, clap, bravo for you. It's just that for me, that was crazy to be thinking about that because first of all, this was the first guy that I you know, actually loved. And we were already going through so much. And for me to sit up here and think that, oh, you know, be delusional thinking like this is just the end all be all. No, like I'm young as hell. Young as hell. Gone are the days where you, you know, you are staying at home until, you know, a guy, you know, meets you at the grocery store. And you guys meet and then a couple months later, you guys get married and then you have a baby and then you go buy a house and then you live happily ever after. Like, and and I'm being facetious on the happily ever after part. But yeah, it doesn't happen like that anymore. You know, you, we have so much life to live. But um, back then, I thought that that was it. I'm like, nope, 23. I'm going to be done popping out these kids and I'm going to be married. We're going to have a house, the whole picket fence, everything. But, um, and obviously that didn't happen, but, uh, yeah, so I was just pressured to have children. I was pressured to conform to societal norms. I was being pressured a lot in my mid twenties to, um, to not even be celibate because I was celibate for almost two years straight. I was celibate for 22 months. And, um, so I was two months shy, but I would even have people that are like, oh, you're crazy, you're nuts, you're stupid. That's crazy. You should be out here still thotting and bopping. You should be out here trying to find a man. Like, why do I have to find a man? Because I thought a man findeth a wife and findeth a good thing, not the other way around. 
You know, so why do I have to do that? Why do I have to hurry up and sit up here and have kids? It ain't like your ass about to help me raise these kids. You ain't about to shell out no money for these kids either. So why should I have to hurry up and do that? And why do I have to change the core of who I am and conform to a man that nine times out of 10 don't even know who the hell he is and don't even know what it takes for him to be a man? You know, he can't barely even provide and protect for his damn self. But you want me to come into his life and what? Fix him? They're like, oh, no, that's, you know, that's where you come in because you got to mold him and you got to teach him and train him and blah, blah, blah. Like, huh? No, no, I don't have to do shit. The only thing that I have to do is stay black, fabulous, and die. That's it. But back in my 20s, though. I thought that these people were right. I, I really felt bad. I'm like, well, dang, like what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? But nothing was wrong with me. It's like it's, something must be wrong with them because I was living my life and I was actually happy. But people don't want to see you happy for real. They'll say that they're happy for you and they'll say that they want you to be happy. But deep down, no, they don't. Lies. But, um... Moving on to 2017, 2017 came and it was an exciting year for me, so I thought, um, but you know how life does. So 2017 came, I ended up actually starting my first business. I did have a like salon business um, before um, with a different name. I was operating out of like one of those major salon chain places, like a salon lofts or a sola. And, um, I was operating out of there. I had that business for about half a year. I ended up having to close down due to family issues and financial issues. I was in another committed relationship at that time. And that was a bust. Um, I was going through with him, you know, and I was already, I was feeling some type of way about that. Um, and then unfortunately, depression started to creep back in, you know, because I was, I was not where I wanted to be. I was being really hard on myself as well, beating myself up for mistakes and things that I made. And some of the choices that I made just really pissed at myself for doing this and that this particular way and oh Jamina you should have done this you should have done that just really being so harsh on myself and you know beating myself up and and then trying to maintain a relationship that I really had no business trying to maintain because it I shouldn't even have been in it you know I should have been more focused on myself and and my goals you know but instead I'm up here trying to fix somebody else and fix myself and just had the weight of the world on my shoulders and uh, going through personal things within myself. Like I said, depression started to come back in full throttle. And then I was um, um, going through it, uh, living at home, you know, and just, you know, just a bunch of, just a bunch of shit. And um, <clears throat> the business not working out really hit me hard because that's my baby. It's always something that I wanted to do. I had the idea of being a boss. I didn't know how I was going to be a boss, but I always knew that I wanted to be one. And it's like when it actually happened, when I opened that business back then in, in 2017, I was so excited. And then when I had to close, my world just came crashing down. 
you know, and so, and it was very depressing. And I was angry. I was angry with, I mean, just holding grudges and angry with the past and all, just sitting up here, holding on to grudges, being angry about shit that happened 10 years prior to that year, just, just ridiculousness. And I began emotional eating. So again, um, that circumference came back. I didn't have that nice waist anymore. That circumference came back and I was um, emotionally eating. Whereas before, I've always been somebody, and this isn't a good thing, um, but I've always been somebody that I would eat once a day and then like maybe eat some popcorn or some chips, you know, throughout the day for a snack or whatever have you. But I would just eat either breakfast and then I wouldn't eat again until like seven o'clock and I would eat some chips. Or the next day, it's like I wouldn't eat until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then I would eat an apple for dinner. Like, just horrible, horrible eating habits. And it's been like this for the majority of my life. So, that that attributes to why my weight has gone up and down, you know, for my adulthood. For most of my adulthood. But, yes, yeah, so I was emotionally eating or not eating at all. And then the depression and the suicide was full throttle again. The only thing that I did good for myself was in 2018, I put myself in therapy. I got into therapy, so I was seeing a therapist once a week. And slowly but surely in 2018, once I after I had got myself into therapy, I felt like I was I was getting better. I I felt like it was getting a little better. Um 2018, my the boyfriend that I had in 2017, um, me and him were done. Uh, so, you know, I was, I felt like, okay, things are picking up. I had got me, I was, you know, working a different job. I had actually obtained that job in the fall of 2017. But, um, so I was working at a good job, um, making decent money. I had left, you know, the beauty industry again, but I really felt like I was doing better. Not all the way good, but better because I was still depressed. Um, I wasn't, I didn't have any suicide attempts. It was more so just in my mind because, um, you know, it was just really hard to let go. That That's the key right there. It was really hard for me to let go of the past and all the mistakes that I had made. It was hard for me to look myself in the mirror and just tell myself that I'm sorry and that it's okay that X, Y, and Z happened because everything happens for a reason. Your duty is to take those lessons and learn from them and apply those lessons to your life. I I wasn't at a place where I could do that yet because I was still holding on you know, and I don't know, I don't know why, but that's what I was doing. I did that for the whole, my whole twenties and, um, it didn't help me get anywhere. It did. It shown up, didn't help me elevate. It didn't get rid of the depression. It made it worse. It didn't make my anxiety go down. It made it worse. And, um, it's, it's not that I regret anything because everything is always a lesson, but, during that time, that's what I was doing. 
And as I'm talking about it now, looking back on it now, I'm just shaking my head like, dang, like I wasted a whole lot of years holding on to bullshit that I could not change or fix or do anything about. I wasted a whole lot of years being angry at people and being angry at myself. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I can't change it now, but uh, 2018 progressed. The depression started to, you know, ease itself out of my life a little bit. Anxiety was, you know, at a tame level. And then my world came crashing down all over again. Just when I thought I was getting better. My father was killed last October. And so here I go. You know, it's like you work so hard to get yourself out of a negative state. And it's almost like the universe was like, fuck that. And put me right back in a negative state. And so after that happened, I was angry all over again. I was depressed all over again. Suicidal thoughts all over again. No action behind that, but just suicidal thoughts all over again and beating myself up for not doing this and not doing that not saying I love you more not giving more hugs not forgiving him for you know the bullshit from when I was a teenager or before that or after that just you know not allowing forgiveness to take place because I I wanted to be hard-headed and hold on to stuff And then on top of all of that, what makes me feel bad even today is that day that it happened, I didn't say a fucking word to him. Because why? Because I'm so stubborn. I'm so hard-headed. I was holding on to something that made me upset um, a couple days prior to that. And I was holding on to it. Because it had kind of surfaced that morning before my mom and I had left for work. Because back then we worked together and we used to ride to work together because my car was broke down. And um, yeah, I have to live with that for the rest of my life. So 2008 and 2018 were the worst years of my life. And uh, I... I ended that year not being angry, but just being very, very, very disappointed in myself. But I will say, though, every time the new year comes around, I always get happy because I love newness. I love New Year's. It gives you a brand new start. You get to start all over. New beginnings. Set new goals. Set that resolution. And that's what I did. It's almost like, you know, I I came to. I woke up. I I don't know, you know, maybe like a an angel hit me on the head. I don't know. 
But I was just like, you know what, Jamina? It's time to let forgiveness take over. And it's time to let the healing process begin. And so I was determined to continue with therapy and really take it serious. And I was determined to set that resolution for myself, which that New Year's resolution for me was to smile more, to forgive myself and others, to step outside of my comfort zone so I can enter into my effective zone, and to create with passion and to love myself and embrace selfhood and to fall all over again in love with myself. And I set some goals. I said that I was going to open my business again. I said that I was going to get serious about my health because I want to be, you know, I want to be in the healthiest state that I can. I'm tired of having this circumference. I want to freaking waste. I want to be a bombshell. You know, and um, and I must say I've been doing a pretty good job. And then my birthday is the ninth day of the year. So my birthday came and I was so happy about that. And I didn't want no damn party. I didn't I didn't even want presents. I just wanted to be with my mom. And that's exactly what I did. Of course, I wasn't happy that I wasn't able to physically see my father's face on my 30th birthday, but. I was happy that I I had finally forgiven myself and I had forgiven him because I was just ready to move on. I didn't want to stay in that negative state. So it was rough. It wasn't, you know, smooth sailing after the new year because I, in February on my job, I don't know what it was, you guys, but I just... I was really struggling with, you know, grief. Well, I mean, I guess I wasn't really struggling. I was grieving. You know, I had actually allowed the grieving process to take place. And unfortunately, you know, I'm a grown woman with some grown bills. So I had to go to work, but I couldn't be there. So I had ended up taking leave um, for a month and then... You know, um, I was fortunate enough to not have to go back to that job because I was in a position to just be a full-time entrepreneur and just do my thing with that. So, you know, like I said, it was so I was very fortunate, very blessed, very lucky in that regard to be able to do that. And um, and like I said, I t- I started to take therapy serious again and just be all about my health and figuring out my body and what foods work for me and what don't. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, get this eating down because it's 80-90% food and then the rest of it is exercise. And I'm like, I need to start eating on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just be eating once a day trying to get rid of this circumference. Like, no, I need to be eating my three meals and snacking and doing that you know, in the healthiest way that I can. And so that's what I was doing. And I can no longer say, and I'm so happy when I say this, but I can no longer say that I don't have friends. My friends were so supportive 
and there for me after my father passed away. And um, I cannot be more thankful for you guys. Because I know y'all are listening because y'all my friends, y'all my bitches. So um, I appreciate you guys so much. And to my family members that are listening, I appreciate you so much. I love all of you that love me. And even those of you that don't love me and you tuning in, I love you too, boo. But um, fast forwarding to today, I am single. I am full-time employed. And I am also full-time self-employed. And I am doing the damn thing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Single, happy, wealthy, successful, thriving, and glowing, honey. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that segment of Coffee Before the Chaos today. It took a lot for me to open up to you guys and share some of the things that I battled with in my 20s. However, I am here for anybody that feels as if they don't have anyone to talk to. So if you are battling anything, if you are having any struggles, no matter your age or gender, you can send me a voice message and I can respond to you on my show. Or you can drop your email address within that voice message and I can respond to you that way. And of course, you can always hit me up on Instagram or Twitter in the DMs and I can respond to you that way too. Just let me know. Make sure you tune in because the second half to Coffee Before the Chaos is coming up next. Being in your 20s should be fun. It really should be fun, full of adventure and mayhem, but in a good and safe way, of course. I'm not saying go out here and fight and bop and not use protection. I'm not saying go out here and act like Travis Pastrana and jump out of trees and jump from cliffs or anything, you know, but have fun. Go on trips, do things by yourself, do things solo dolo. You know, you will be pleasantly surprised at how much you will actually enjoy your own company. I know right now, if you are listening to this and you are in your 20s, I know right now you feel as if like, no, I like having people around me. I always want people to be around. Trust me, honey, when you get older, not just 30, even in your 40s and beyond, because I have had many conversations with individuals that are older than me in their 30s and 40s and beyond, and they would kill to have some me time because they've spent their whole lives always wanting people around them. So they made sure that they were never alone and they never spent any quality times with themselves. And so now they have husbands, they have wives, they have children, they have grandchildren. And so, I mean, now what they going to do? Just go into a closet? No, they're going to spend time with their family, but we're human. So we all want to have that alone time. So do it now while you're in your 20s. Have fun. Take that trip, like I said, and have adventure. Step outside of your comfort zone. It's scary as hell, okay? It's not like you step outside of your comfort zone and it's comfortable. It's not supposed to be. But step outside of your comfort zone because you will enter into your effective zone and that is when you will start to see a continental shift in your life. I promise you. And also, I would say, do your best. Now, I know that some of y'all might be like, girl, you shouldn't talk. But no, do your best to not allow family and friends, this fucked up society that we live in, and social media to put any 
unneeded, unnecessary pressure on you to have children, to get married when you don't want to. What did Drake say? Getting married in your 20s, where's the fun in that? You know what I'm saying? And again, no shade to those of you that are married and happy. If it don't apply to you, let it fly, okay? But don't rush it, okay? Happiness within a marriage will come. Happiness with being a mother whenever it is your time will come. Do not rush it. Do not force it. Because if you do that, then resentment is soon to follow. And this is probably the biggest thing. You do not and you will not have life figured out at 22. Okay? You will not have your whole life that you have ahead of you figured out, planned out. You don't have to have the blueprint for when you're 45 already decided and planned out when you're 23. Like it's just not it's not necessary. Focus on the time that you're in right now. Focus on whatever job you have. Do that to your best ability. You know, spend time with your friends, spend that solitude with yourself, have that solitude and spend time with your family, embrace your family, love your family, because you guys know just as well as I do that in the blink of an eye, we all could be out of here. So embrace those in your life that love you and um, just try to block out all the background noise. All that background noise of people telling you like, oh, well, you know, when are you going to indulge yourself in your career? And what do you have planned for that? And when are you going to pop out some kids? And oh, my God, when are you and such and such going to get married? And I really find it kind of crazy that other people ask women, you know, when are you going to get married? Now, I'm not one that's super, super big on tradition, but I'm sorry. I'm not proposing to no man. And shout out to y'all women that are, you know, all about that. Shout out to y'all. No shade to y'all. But it's not for me. And I'm pretty sure that for the majority of you ladies, listen, that ain't for you either. But yeah, so don't try your best not to let that get to you. And you can come up with, you know, ways to just shut people down when they say stuff like that. You know, like, oh, when are you and such and such? going to get married like oh um when are you and such and such going to get married because i see you don't have that ring on anymore <laughs> no that that might be too sarcastic for some of you i i can't help it i got a smart ass mouth and i'm sarcastic so you know you guys could always adopt that you know and channel your inner jamina but but you always got to be careful though okay because sometimes i put my foot in my mouth i ain't even gonna lie but like i said that would be the biggest thing to, you do not have to have everything figured out and you're not going to and I'm 30 now I'm almost you know soon to be 31 here in a few months and I still don't have this shit figured out so <laughs> you know we just keep on rolling along as my father used to say that's all you can do keep on rolling along as life kicks you in the ass and the universe keeps bringing those you know um test in your life you just go through it because you got to go through it to grow through it thug that shit out the process always sucks but when you come out victorious on the other side you are going to be so happy with yourself 
because you have accomplished so much. And it's an everyday thing. You always have to be cognizant of the positive stuff and do your best to, you know, block out all those negative things. But And it's hard. It's going to be rough some days. But like I've said before, give yourself those 24 hours if you need it. And then after that 24 hours, it's time to bounce back. So my advice would be, and this doesn't matter your age. So, you know, don't think that this is just for you if you're 20-something. But my advice would be to keep your focus on you because you are your star player. Okay? You are your number one, even if you have children. Because if mama ain't okay, them kids ain't going to be okay, right? So, you got to make sure that you are good, first and foremost, no matter anybody else. And do what you got to do to fall madly in love with yourself. When you look yourself in the mirror, flaws and all, you still love yourself. If you've gained 20 pounds, you're like, yeah, damn, like I need to get this extra ham off, but I still looks good. I looks blessed, okay? Even with that extra 20, doesn't matter. Do your best to fall madly in love with yourself and get to know your body too. Get to know your body, especially as ladies. You know, our bodies go through changes every five to seven years and somewhere in between that. And those of us that are on birth control, like our mood swings and emotions, all of that stuff goes up and down and our menstrual cycles, all of that stuff. Get to know your body and take care of your body. Our bodies are, you know, our shells, they are our protection, you know, because we are all uh, spiritual beings living a human existence. So take care of this shell, take care of your body that you have and chase the hell out of your purpose. Chase that purpose until you run out of breath. And when you run out of breath along that journey, along this journey, I should say, when, when you run out of breath, take a little break. Take like a, you know, take a few minutes if you need to and then get right back on course and then follow your dreams, follow your dreams relentlessly. I mean, be a savage with it. Okay. Follow your dreams and chase your purpose. Be a savage with both of those and keep your friends close. Those, those friends that you have that are 100 plus percent all about you and seeing you thrive and seeing you succeed, keep them close. And always keep your eyes and ears open. Pay attention to the company you keep and the crowd you bring. Okay? Because you came here to do one thing and then they came here to do something else. So you got to pay attention to that. And I really feel like with that advice, you will be okay. It's going to suck at certain points in time, but it's not going to last forever. You will face different storms, trials, and tribulations. And sometimes, unfortunately for some of us, we even face unforeseen circumstances. But hone in to your spirituality. If you are a Christian, a Catholic, a Buddhist, a Muslim, whatever you are, you know, turn to that. 
and apply faith, consistency, and hard work to your life and meditate, stay steadfast on all of that. And I truly believe that you will make it. You will you will see a big change in your life once you get on that path and applying that equation to your life. I really do feel like you will succeed. You will get there. Is it going to happen within a short amount of time? I don't know. Maybe it could. Is it probably going to take a long time? Yeah, because greatness takes time. That's what LeBron James says. And it's very true. Not just because LeBron James said it, but it's just true. Greatness takes time. Oprah didn't become Oprah in two weeks. LeBron James didn't become LeBron James in two days. And Kobe didn't become Kobe, the Black Mamba, in two months. So just remember what I said. Do your best to apply that to your life and you will succeed. And you will also be happy. So that's all the time I have for today with you guys. As always, remember to smile at a stranger and be ever so kind and gentle to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate the love and support from you all. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for me. And as always, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamina Aisha. Now y'all be easy and kick ass in everything that you do. And I'll talk to you guys later.